0: One of
1: us. We got chills. It's the cheap chills show. It's the cheap chills show. Hey, we're back. I put out a Ask Me Anything on my account on Instagram, Cheap Chills Fan Club, and we got a bunch of questions, so I brought on the old partner in crime. Amanda, hello.
0: Hello, everyone. So you have a Cheap Chills fan club on Instagram, fabulous account, Uh, super proud of you for your engagement and uh, just how you've grown that account. And so you put out an Ask Me Anything, and I'm going to read off some of the questions and, well, ask you anything. Are you ready?
1: Thanks for decoding my convoluted (laughs) explanation of what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. That's
0: what I'm here for. I'm your translator. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. First question from Little Arson Ari says, anything.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) that was with an exclamation point, making it not a question. So we're moving on.
0: We're moving on. But thank you for your effort, Little Arson Ari. (laughs) Good try. Question number two. S79 says, I can't remember what you do.
1: Yeah. Technically not a question, but we'll go ahead and and dive into that for a second. (laughs) Uh, My name is Ben Walker Story, and I'm an illustrator, an animator, a content creator. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) A creator and uh, a hustler. You know, I used to do, uh, I used to work full time for various gaming companies and software companies and but yeah mostly i i design t-shirts i design books do i do anything else
0: i mean i think what the what the young kids are calling you these days is a multi-creative hmm. <laughs> You're you do a lot of different things and i mean i think it's like very common now for people to do a lot of different things like you know if someone says they're just a plumber you know that's that's one thing that you hear occasionally, but most people that I know are like I work at Rayleighs. I sell uh, hot dogs on the weekends at the car shows. I sell stuffed animals on eBay. like mm-hmm. <laughs> people do a lot of different things now. People so, are
1: hustling um, a lot of different things to make their their lives work now.
0: They are. and um, you know, it's interesting that S79 wants to know what you do and you do a lot of different things. He does a lot of different things, folks, really. It is. It's confusing. He's also also an excellent husband and father.
1: That's true. Thank you. I forgot about (laughs) that. I was going to say, it's a little confusing because of the cheap chills fan club uh, account is just weird photos and pictures and things that I find online. And uh, the stuff that I create is a lot slower moving than that. So, uh, what's next?
0: Question number three from Frida Bones says, how's the weekend going?
1: Well, at the time of recording, <laughs> this is no longer the weekend. But the last weekend was great because um, I've been getting into live drawing again. It's something that I've done in the past, like at anything from corporate parties to I've done it at like the – the edwardian ball right a bunch of times at the edwardian mm-hmm. ball i would set up the easel have people pose for like 10 minutes and then i would do a drawing and it's not like the kind of the boardwalk look or you know if you go to the what was that area the tourist area of of san francisco that's what i'm thinking of pier,
0: pier 39
1: pier 39 and they would have like you do always be like your profile and everybody was kind of looking they look great but they'd all kind of look the same and you have like a giant head and then a little body on a skateboard or something. Uh, mine, I, I used to call them quirkatures, but it's super corny. Anyway, this time it was at a goth club. Actually, it was at a brewery where they do a lot of punk and goth uh, events locally. So that was cool.
0: Yeah, it sounded like you had a lot of fun doing that and want to do more of that. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Toad Frogger asked anything, again, with a question mark. I'm going to move on because, again, that's not really, like...
1: <laughs> that is a question because it's got on, the folks. question mark.
0: It is, but, like... As
1: in, like, ask me anything, as in anything? Sure. Follow-up question, yes, and ask me anything. Okay, what's next?
0: Okay. Number five from I'm Like an Egg asks, can you now or have you ever been able to do a handstand?
1: No. No, not really ever been super athletic, but it does remind me of this story, um, of one of my proudest athletic moments, not a handstand, but, um, as you know, I used to be a balloon guy, right? One of those people that wasn't a clown, but I would walk around restaurants and make people balloon animals and stuff. And that's kind of how I supported myself in my college years. If I had gone to college. (laughs) anyway, I was going around making balloon animals and these guys, probably in their 30s maybe, were doing this little gag bet kind of a thing. You know, like almost like a bar bet with people, whoever would like, quote, fall for it, right? They were folding a $20 bill long ways into like a V shape, kind of like when you need to put it in the Coke machine. Mm -hmm. And then using that fold to kind of let it stand on the floor – and anybody, they said anybody who could grab it with their teeth while on one leg could have it. They're like, hey, try this thing with the 20. And I was like, okay. They didn't know that my previous job was as a uh, at a roller rink and we would practice this move. People would do it like to try to win limbo, but you do this move on your roller skates where you would be on one foot and you would tuck your other leg behind you straight out so that the rest of your body would be kind of balanced all on skates. So (laughs) I got in position and I ducked my leg down there and uh, managed to grab the 20 with my teeth and then lift myself with one quad back up (laughs) into standing position. And they were pretty floored. Did not think it was physically possible for people to actually do that. They just liked seeing people fumble around and and trip. But uh, I got to keep it. And that was one of the proudest days of my life.
0: Impressive.
1: It goes that and then having a child and then, you know.
0: (laughs) No handstand, but uh, a really long story to tell us about a different thing you did. Yeah. (laughs) Great. (laughs) All right. So uh, number six, Beetle Sorbet asks, do you listen to Sparks?
1: I don't know what that is. I'll have to Google it sometime.
0: I mean the only sparks I know of is Bubba Sparks, and he's the one who says, Buda Buddha 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 never will uh, okay. but I don't think that's who this person is referencing. <laughs> that's our son's favorite song. It is, it is. Um He's five. Yeah. yeah, I don't really want him to hear that when he actually can understand the mm-hmm. the, the meaning behind it since it's about strippers, but yeah. you know. He likes that part. And that's an that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Number seven, Sella Octongular asks, would you rather have your balls cut off or your eye cut off?
1: Well, I would say that first of all, you'd have your eyes cut out, but that's maybe I'm being pedantic. Um, I would go with the balls cut off over eyes because eyes you use every day and I'm an ar- artist and I need my eyes for sure. When do I use my balls? I'm almost 50. I don't use my balls for anything <laughs> anymore.
0: We have one kid. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to number 8. Skinless Susie asks, favorite B movie?
1: Favorite B movie. Oh man, that's tough.
0: Um you should do a B movie roundup and do like a top 5 or something.
1: Yeah, so B movies, maybe I could give a little backstory to B movies and maybe something will come to mind. A lot of people don't know that a B movie it's not a grade like in school. It was B as in there would be a double feature and you would get people like teenagers who want to make out at the, usually at the drive in. So you'd have a double feature giving kids like three good hours to make out. And they might actually watch the first movie and the B movie, nobody was watching it. That was the second movie a and B. So when people say stuff like, Oh, that's a Z grade movie. There's not, that's not a thing. Um, I still haven't thought of anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that like if you're talking about people have this um, false idea that it's the grade, the reality is B movies would be like F movies. But, you Mm -hmm. know, I don't really like B movies, but it's like side B on a cassette tape, right? Or on a vinyl record. It's the other thing.
1: Yeah. I got a good one. Okay. Okay. Atar the Fighting Eagle. It's about this Conan kind of guy. There's a lot of Conan ripoffs right? After the Mm -hmm. movie came out with Arnold. And so there was this clearly Conan character, but he was more like a caveman. And uh, at one point he saw that, like, I don't remember if this woman was like a love interest yet, or maybe he hadn't met her yet, but she was getting attacked by like, I think cavemen, like um, more like your Neanderthals. And so he (laughs) saw this pterodactyl flying in the sky And I don't remember what he threw at the pterodactyl, a rock or something, but somehow he killed this pterodactyl in mid-flight and it dropped in front of him. And then it already had had rigor mortis set in. So he was able to grab this thing and use it like a hang glider to fly down to the bottom of the cave with like the rock and roll queen kind of sounding song playing for him. And he was able to swoop in and save this woman from the cannibals.
0: Oh, and yeah, then the I mean, second rigor half. Mortis- the-
1: <laughs> oh, go ahead.
0: <laughs> go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, like rigor mortis pterodactyl is one of my favorite modes of transportation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but then the second half of the movie was—it was almost like Star Wars came out while they were filming it. So then they realized maybe this should be a Star Wars ripoff because all of a sudden it was—it was about these clearly in Star Wars-inspired characters and spacecrafts and stuff. And he found one of their CBs. And didn't understand why voices were coming out of it. And he's like in this cave. And he picks it up and he goes, damn talking box. And smashes it. <laughs> that was so good can one. I
0: ask a follow-up question to that question? Yeah. What is the difference between a B movie and a cult movie? A cult classic.
1: A cult classic is any movie, regardless of budget, might have been a high budget movie, that gained a huge following long after it had been released. So it might've been a box Mm. office uh, flop, but over time now people love it mostly because of VHS and rentals and DVDs and stuff. So like, uh, it's a good example. Wet hot American summer, you know, Mm -hmm. didn't do well in the box office. Um, like cable guy, uh, even like Ed Wood, you know, is a great example where people. I was love thinking, that Crybaby is considered Crybaby, a cult classic.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm. Can a B movie be a cult classic?
1: Sure, like Atar the okay. Fighting Eagle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Next question um, is a similar question, and it's from Is Not Quinn. Is where? And the question is, what's your favorite horror movie?
1: That's got to be. Legend of hell house, I would say. Okay. Um, I love that. I don't like gore and there's not really any gore in that at all. Um, I like when stuff is scary just cause of like the acting and the, and the music and the sound and like the makeup, you know, anything that takes place in a castle or a large mansion is probably mm-hmm. going to be something I'm going to want to watch. That's my favorite kind of horror movie.
0: I love how in the '70s horror movies, um, the blood is looks like ketchup. Like it does not look like blood at all. (laughs) Yeah, like it doesn't look realistic, so it feels like not as scary.
1: It's like orange paint.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like not not anything based in reality.
1: If somebody's vomiting out black bile onto somebody else's face, I'm not going to watch that movie.
0: Yeah, and no torture stuff either. None of the like. None of the Saw stuff for me. I mean, I don't like very many horror movies in general. You know what kind of movies I like. But we're not yeah. talking about me. We're asking you anything.
1: Sure.
0: <laughs> so number 10 by La VDV says, what do you call the little black thing on the bottom of a banana?
1: Yeah. Uh, we call that the spiky thing, right? And
0: Really? It's like a like banana son- button.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think our son helped name that. And he, like me, is bothered by it. I asked him... Um, what what uh, happens when you eat those? He said you'd be very, very sick.
0: You might mm. have to go to the
1: hospital if you, go to the, if you eat the spiky thing. I also don't like wow. the stringies. I, I think I get pretty weirded mm. out by the stringies that come off of it. I eat a lot of bananas, but I have to kind of look the other way on a lot of visceral reactions in order to get to the banana.
0: I don't like eating bananas. I like banana-flavored food and banana desserts and it banana in other forms, but I do not like eating just a straight banana. They make me gag. You know what else is a bum-out? What?
1: It's a bum-out when you it's not ripe enough and you know when you pull on the end and you can hear it.
0: Like tearing?
1: It's like breaking bamboo. It's like...
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't eat that banana. It's like, you know, bananas and avocados, they're so, such like fragile beings, like bananas, like either they're too new and you can't eat them or they uh-huh. like the next day they're like turned black. Yeah. You're just like, well, you're not edible. What is the window of edibility for you? It's not
1: great, but that's why I love, you know, when they're overripe, you put them in the freezer and you make delicious smoothies.
0: Yeah. You guys love the smoothies. I'm, I'm not super on board with them, but um, banana chat. <laughs> <laughs> Number 11, Creep Your Socks Off wants to know, how many wheels does your bike have? Hmm.
1: That's related to the video that I put up with the AMA question was me riding around on my Girl's Schwinn, which we got probably over a year ago, right? At a garage sale. Mm-hmm. And it had sat around, not fixed up because I was dragging my feet around about getting a bike pump. But we finally got a bike pump and it works great. And I love riding it. Um, and people have compared me to what, like Kramer on Seinfeld or something for, there's not a basket, you know, don't worry about like the social normities of what is a girl's bike and what is a boy's bike. It's just like, it's fun to ride or it's not.
0: Stop gendering bicycles. Yeah. Plus if you fall,
1: you don't have a bar there. That helps. It's true. It's true. We got the new Schwinn that I got for $3.
0: Mm-hmm. That was
1: amazing. That looks that looks cooler, but it's harder to, for me to ride. Yeah. But uh, that's a that's a good segue into you know you got your own podcast that I produce. So anybody out there who's interested in quitting their job and selling reselling <laughs> things instead should listen to. Please don't
0: quit your job over my podcast.
1: <laughs> well, no, you, no, you listen first, <laughs> yeah. and you work at it, and then you quit. Don't quit yeah. first. <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't do that. Um,
1: But that's called The Thrifters.
0: The Thrifters podcast. Um, You can listen to it anywhere you listen to your fine podcasts. And we talk about all things vintage, vintage business, reselling, collecting, all the things about the cool old stuff and the business of it too. Yeah. Okay, so Willow9136 wants to know, banana seat too?
1: Mm, A banana related question yet, yet not
0: banana
1: chat uh that's about the bike too which of course they both have banana seats one is like the girls is like floral and the new one that i got the boys bike that i can't ride uh has a sweet like silver sparkly banana seat which i'm pretty happy about
0: Yeah. I mean, why was there any, why are the, we could go on and on about talking about bikes, so we'll just move on. So number 13, unrestricted conviction wants to know, where do you find all your sick pics, bro? (laughs)
1: Yeah. I don't want to give away too much of my, uh, my business, uh, acumens or whatever you call it, but yeah, I mostly on Pinterest, you know, I've just been saving a lot of pictures that inspire me or my art. And I just kind of, it's a, kind of a cool way of hoarding because you don't need to, you know, take up any closet space. So I've been hoarding these pictures. And then the nice thing about Pinterest is you click on something and then there's going to be an endless stream of stuff below it that's related to that picture. And so you can just keep finding new stuff and new stuff.
0: Yeah. And I will say you're also just really good at curating like your, your page, the weird stuff, because... I can look through my feed and know you posted something. So you're doing uh, a good job. Thank you.
1: I I don't want to post anything unless it's something that makes me laugh, you know? So the stuff that I've been, I started off just kind of uh, posting stuff that was, you know, that felt related to like that famous monsters of film land look kind of for the monster kids, but it seems to have evolved more into anything that's creepy. If it's not supposed to be creepy, funny, but it's supposed to be scary.
0: Weird monsters, weird aliens, weird people, weird costumes. I like it. I'm here for it. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. Number 14, V. Nilsson V. says beans or jelly beans? Come on.
1: Beans, man. (laughs) When I was like younger, I sure would have, before I had to mostly get off sugar, would have gotten some belly flops, you know, going to the Mm -hmm. jelly belly factory and buy the whole bag of belly flops. But I can't eat candy like that anymore. And we eat Mexican almost every day, and you're going to need some beans for that.
0: Black bean, what's what's your favorite bean? Are you doing a black bean, a pinto, a refry? I enjoy
1: all the beans, but
0: What about lima beans? That does that count just
1: cuz they're called beans? <laughs> <laughs> um I would go black beans usually. I do enjoy a pinto, but probably if we're at the, a taqueria and they're going to do it right, I can't seem to make Mm -hmm. them taste very good at home. And I used to love refried beans, but I think they're too salty and they maybe give me headaches. They kind of dehydrate me. I have a lot of food problems now. A little bit.
0: Yeah. And, you know, again, this is not about me. But I do have to point out the the wonderful qualities of a, a barbecue baked bean. Mm. I do love that. You not so much, but I love a good barbecue baked bean.
1: I forget about the non-Mexican bean choices, you know, but yeah, those are good. I used to like put a little bit of the super hot, like ass exploder style, hot sauce into it. You know, (laughs) you just put a couple drops of the, of those, like the ones with the awful labels, you know, the worse the label, the better the hot sauce and, uh, put some heat in it that way. And it makes a great dip for like, You like the barbecue style potato chips, and and then you dip Mm, that in. Oh, that mm -hmm. is good! It's like sweet and spicy.
0: I'm pretty sure in the past, uh, before we were married, and you know, I occasionally date a person. Pretty sure I scared some guys off by eating like an old timey, you know, train hopping hobo and just eating like a can (laughs) of baked beans for (laughs) for dinner
1: in front of somebody. (laughs) Maybe. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you weren't if one you to hide what you did. If you not love me
0: yeah. and my train-hopping hobo can of beans, then <laughs> you don't you, deserve me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Did you warm it up like over a trash can fire?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. I just light my own trash can on fire. It's the best way. This is the only way to eat them. <laughs>
1: you got like those, those no. big tongs that come in a, with a fireplace. I found these. They really help <laughs> when I need to warm these up. <laughs>
0: No, but I do love, I did love a can of baked beans occasionally on its own too. Not as a side, just as the main. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we are at the, we are concluding our ask me anything with question number 15 and Marco T N I G wants to know why, why so much quality on your page?
1: Wow. What an excellent question to round out our AMA here. You know, it's like we were talking about, uh, there's a joy in curation. And, and I think I've noticed lately with any art project, it doesn't matter what it is, uh, what it's going to be for. If anybody's going to see it, I have to like put my love into it while I'm working on it. And that includes collecting these images when we're with our drawing with our son and like, if it's a collaborative project or we're sculpting things with Sculpey or whatever, I'm just like, Ooh, Ooh, careful. Uh, let's make it right. Let's make it good. I'm still kind of like trying to not, I'm trying to let him have his joy in in making stuff without me, like having that amount of control that I need, you know? But I, but I, Mm -hmm. I love everything that I work on, including this, finding weird images and posting them on Instagram and podcasting. And that's why we're going to spend three days editing this.
0: No, it wasn't. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got some responses to your ask anything because I tried it and it was like tumbleweeds and crickets. Nobody mm. wanted to ask me anything. And that's fine because like I'm pretty vocal. Like I talk about things a lot and I have a podcast and I feel like a lot of my followers were like, oh, we know her. We don't care. We don't ask her anything. But um, I am glad that you got some responses and, um, you know. If you are listening and interested in vintage, follow me on Instagram at irreverentfinery. You can listen to my podcast, The Thrifters. And uh, if you're interested in buying vintage, you can find me on Etsy and Depop at irreverentfinery.
1: Yep. And I have a Etsy as well, which is called Green Apple Dirties. All one word. Also, you know, the whole the whole point of re- recording this is it's going to go on my new page, Buy Me a Coffee. Slash cheap chills, and so we're going to be putting up new, uh, exclusive content just for that page, just for the people who subscribe. And the great thing about uh, Buy Me a Coffee is it's not like Patreon where you have to subscribe, you can go on there and just throw me like a little tip if you like the feed on Instagram or you just feel generous, you know, just buy me a coffee, literally. Or we're going to have content that's just exclusive for members who uh, subscribe monthly too and that was a long convoluted explanation again probably but what can you do (laughs) if you're just listening to this and you don't for some reason follow me follow me on instagram at cheap chills fan club and thanks again for listening until next time